0: Love it. I'm not gonna have anything for the intro.
1: Um, let's see. Intro. Uh,
0: yeah, um, we can't use any of the last 12 minutes we've recorded. Um, um mm. we'll just talk about the Bible instead. What's your favorite Bible verse? And out came talk, talk, talk. Oh yeah, let me get my water bottle. Cheers, dink. Yep. Let me let me flip the bottle up and go. Ooh, take a sip of it. And go. Mm. Ah, the mm. sweet taste of tomato juice and vodka. <laughs> Dusty Water. That'd be a good drag name, Dusty Water. Dusty Waters. Please welcome to the stage, Dusty Waters. <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone hi hi hey. welcome to welcome to straight people movies <laughs> 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 it's a podcast where we two gays get together we watch a movie made for straight people and we ask the question Lay. 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 <laughs> Lay. Lay. <laughs> Lay. my name is dylan Garcia. <laughs>
1: i'm kirk van sickle
0: <laughs> and if you may if you're listening and you're like man they're horny today why is that 'cause we just watched a really horny movie. Yeah,
1: we did. I think maybe the horniest movie we've watched.
0: One of our hornier films. One of the
1: hornier ones for sure.
0: Oh yeah. You know, whenever you see Robert De Niro and Al Pacino getting coffee together. Ooh. Uh, oh Electrifying. <laughs> it was there was there chemistry in the air or is that you just happened to see me?
1: Yeah, I um That is proof right there that straight men truly do want to fuck, (laughs) not their best friend, but the person they respect the most in the world.
0: Mm -hmm. They're they're frenemy.
1: Yeah, they're frenemy. They're frenemy. Whatever the male version of that is called.
0: Yeah, (laughs) what? I guess your buddy. I don't know. Your butt. Um. Don't you hate it? Do you ever have like people refer to you as buddy?
1: I like it. I think that's kind of. Oh, I don't
0: like it. Like, hey buddy. Hey buddy. Oh, I hate it. Hey pal. I'll, I'll take a friend I won't take I'll boss t- Oh no definitely will not take boss Do no, not ma'am. call
1: me boss
0: No I don't like buddy I feel like I can like Talk to like a five year old Hey buddy Hey buddy how are you doing It's very like I, rem- I
1: feel like maybe the reason why Is because gay boys are called buddy By their parents And they're kind of like Hey buddy um, yep. Maybe don't <laughs> twirl around At the grocery store um, <laughs> Just because Spice Girls Is playing on the intercom <laughs> Everyone's making had- fun of
0: you I had One time I like I brought lunch and I had like made like a homemade chili oil or whatever. And I was like putting it on my like rice that I had. And someone came in. And I was like, Ooh, what's that? It smells good. And I was like, Oh, you know, like I made like a, a scallion oil, you know, to pour my rice. It was really good. And they're like, Oh, looks like we have a little chef here. And I was like, I'm in my thirties. You're like, I am a grown man. I'm, I'm an adult. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little chef.
1: It's because people infantilize gay men
0: yes I they feel like do we don't like,
1: notice that it happens <laughs> to us a lot but it
0: does yes it's annoying they see as shit. us as like
1: little boys they're like Aw. oh oh, you're oh,
0: little, you, oh. Can, like, you can like you can screw in a light bulb oh you can like care for yourself oh, oh you can cook oh. yourself dinner you can oh you so can cute. clean an
1: apartment oh, 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 oh precious who oh, taught God. you that your overbearing mother Oh, <laughs> that's so cute
0: oh, that's so precious of you mm. oh, but you can't do like any hard you can't do any yard work right yeah, now yeah. Too hard. you can't like do carpentry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can cook a little delicate scallion oil bring it to, bring it to work. Mm. Mm. Oh,
1: did you infuse the flavors yourself <laughs> did you do that all by yourself
0: is that oh, you comfy did you, did you see that on tiktok confit? Do a little confit. with A little roasted
1: garlic and some oil. Mm. Ooh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> anyway, we're I talking about i every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is chaotic.
1: I'm going to take another it's sip good. of my Bloody Mary.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take another sip of water. Let's do it. Pop it. Mm.
1: So the reason why we're feeling chaotic is, yeah, not only did the movie we watch very hot, very sexy, also very chaotic.
0: <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, we've been waiting to do this one for a long time. Yeah, you know, we've been talking about doing this
1: one for a long time, but it's just like, who has two hours and forty minutes to spare, you know?
0: And you know what? This week I did. I was still. I'm gonna be very, very honest Uh-oh. with you. I was still feeling the edible from last night. Uh, we <laughs> we just like kept taking them. We were like, we're not high enough yet, so we just kept. And I think it just prolonged it. I think we stayed the same level of high. But I hate we when just, that happens. You, it, it's just like I've been high for 17 hours now
1: and you watched Heat Under This Condition
0: yes oh amazing <laughs> it was great I feel like that's the way to watch high. this movie
1: you need to watch this movie Michael Mann is meant to be watched inebriated in some way oh yeah absolutely oh yeah like and it, make yourself a martini you know smoke a couple joints and enjoy Michael Mann Michael Mann you know he's
0: he turns he's 79 he 79 no
1: no <sighs> That means we don't have that much time left with I him. 70.
0: Let's let's get into the movie. We'll, yeah, we're we'll going to talk, talk about, about him. Because
1: we... we need to talk about this mama. We're going to talk about this movie. And it's we'll like, I know that it. like there's already discourse. We're probably just going to be regurgitating discourse you've already heard, but it's going to be coming yeah. out of our mouths, so it's going to be cute and funny. Yes, it's okay. going to be interesting. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, so in honor of the new novel by Michael Mann, Heat 2, which is going to be a prequel, and Al Pacino does want Timothee Chalamet to play him. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Heat, the 1995 film directed by our man, Michael Mann, and starring Mr. Robert De Niro in his first... No, Joker, but this is his first, like, starring role movie we've done of his,
0: right? Yeah, I think so. Wow. And first Al Pacino. Oh, like, wow. And first Val Kilmer.
1: Uh, Girl, we... Girl, it's like a whole era that we
0: just missed. <laughs> well, we're we doing not it now. We're said, doing it now. Well, anyway, like we said, De Niro,
1: Pacino, Kilmer. We got to miss Ashley Judd in the mix. Mm-hmm. Okay, mama.
0: She looks about 12 years old in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the hair. And then Amy Brenneman.
0: Yes, bitch. And every we're judging Amy and The Leftovers.
1: Oh, is she in The Leftovers? I've
0: never seen The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Oh, bad.
1: I just don't watch The Leftovers because I like seeing people that like The Leftovers be mad at me that I haven't seen it. It's like just, <laughs> it's really more fun Doing that, but than it is to watch it. I
0: think it's so good. It's only twenty seven episodes see. Go watch. It's it. <laughs> so funny that you're doing that. I love that. Um, <laughs> and, and it's
1: also starring every character actor that you could think of in L. A. Uh, every single one. Every of male movie. character actor that's L. A. Based, uh, he is got, he is in this movie. He's we in got this movie. we got William Fichtner. We've got Danny mm. Trejo. We've got we got Henry Rollins. We got Dennis Haysbert. Like mm. girl, everybody's all, everybody's here. John Voight, everybody's there. John Voight. He was looking pretty...
0: He's looking rough. like, 1995 to 96 era of, like, Mission Impossible This and Anaconda, where he was just playing psychos. Great run. Yeah, it's, like, it
1: really concurrently is going a lot with, like, Jolie dating Billy Bob Thornton era. It's Mm. very, like...
0: The the Voight Jolie family was really happening in the 90s. Mm. They were really taking to the next level. (laughs) It's
1: called And anyway, the plot of Heat... In case you were wondering, or in case you've seen it and probably, I mean, don't remember what the plot is because that's secondary to everything else that's really going on in this movie. It's about a loose canon LAPD detective and a career um, criminal. I also forgot. Somebody's seventeen hours high. Um, a loose <laughs> canon LAPD detective and a career criminal engage in a citywide cat and mouse chase, or something. We famously don't understand
0: crime. We don't know. What's I going don't. On. I don't know what's Girl, happening. Girl, I
1: don't know what's going on in this movie. All I know is that I am living.
0: I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, De Niro's trying to rob banks. Al Pacino's trying to stop him." That's let's the just extensive. say the entire. And, and I and I get to
1: say I know this because I live here now. But like, basically, the entire South Central LA is like their playground to play out their crazy cat and mouse game with each other, and it's pretty iconic.
0: And look at that. I was like, "Is that?" It's so like deranged. We'll talk about it later because I put it in the the outline. <laughs> but it's like the depiction of LA is so like. Done in so many movies that like I knew what the skyline of LA looked like without even having to make. You're like, like, oh, a oh, sunrise like, in LA. Yep, that's what yeah, that looks like. I know like. What that looks like. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, no, no. It, it was all very familiar for me, but it's also not my part of town. Like I am way more east than this movie, t- where this movie takes place. Yeah, and most not LA movies take Lake. place on the in the west. Yeah, no, most movies yeah. in LA takes place like in the west and in the south central. It's not like yeah. the LA I know. <laughs> it's not the LA I know. The only LA I know is under the Silver Lake, starring Andrew Garfield. Yes, I didn't like it. I turned it off thirty minutes in. Um, I love that movie. Anyway, mm-hmm. also the movie is currently available to stream on Stars and nowhere else. Nope. <laughs> like, I <laughs> had to download our... a free trial for
0: Stars to watch it. <laughs> this is our second Stars movie in a row. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: just
0: gonna keep Stars.
1: Yeah, keeps Stars service. Yeah, Stars can sponsor us? It's only nine yeah, dollars a month to add it on to your Apple <laughs>
0: subscription service. Stars would be the no, we would get uh sponsored by like flicks. Yeah. Very that. Very <laughs> like, tube. Like, oh yeah, we're very tubi. In this house we stand to be. Yeah, we love to be.
1: Um, cool. So Heat. I mean Heat. I assume you liked it, based on the way you're yeah. acting.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh I think the thing is like this movie is so if you were to ask anyone on film Twitter, this is the greatest movie of all time.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is perfect. It's a masterpiece. It's beautiful. It's heat, baby. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, not for not really for Dylan like that. Like crime movies aren't really for Dylan. Yeah,
1: I would say for me, it's probably my favorite crime film ever. Okay, okay, because every I feel like in crime movies, like. The th- I, I can't really put my finger on it. Maybe we'll figure it out together. But like, let's figure it out. I feel like the things that most crime movies are concerned with, Heat is like not concerned with. I feel yeah. like Heat's concerned with like other things. I feel like Heat is like, yeah, there's like a hor- like a horniness we mentioned, like this kind of like weird symbiotic thing going on between like De Niro and Pacino. It's like they need each other to be able to do what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I feel like it. It's very, like, weirdly poetic. And I feel like what solidifies that poetic vibe is the ending.
0: Uh, The ending's... They're holding hands. The ending to this movie... The movie,
1: to me, is, like, a four until the ending. And then it's, like, a five.
0: Yeah, it it really sticks in the landing. It's the ending so good. is like
1: like the whole like I could just talk about just the ending for this whole episode like because it's like the sound of like the planes going up and down the whole like the lighting from LAX it's so like good. just the whole vibe of it is like this is like an art movie. This is like not even a crime drama anymore.
0: Well, that's like the whole thing with Michael Mann is that like he does like these very like what you would consider kind of like lowbrow movies like crime uh, crime movies are very lowbrow. Say in the Pantheon of film genres. Right. But he elevates them. That's his whole thing. It's so
1: interesting. And I feel like, but the thing is, is that what I like about Michael Mann is it's not like French New Wave where it's like, no, potentials. (laughs) It's like a normal person could watch Heat and enjoy it. It's not like. It's, like, but if you want to, like, delve into it, and if you want to, like, be, like, oh, the lighting, oh, this and that, Mm. you can, if you want.
0: The themes.
1: But also, like, your broski, like, that you, like, drink beers with in your college dorm room, like, also probably likes heat, just because it's, like, because of the amazing shoot-down sequence that goes on for, like, literally 20 minutes. Oh, it's
0: so, it's so fucking loud. (laughs) I had to turn my TV down. Yeah, Chris Nolan, I see you, bitch, by the way. mm, Girl, the whole, I was, like, Dark Knight is just a shot-for-shot remake of Heat, isn't it? No, Literally, The Dark Knight is <laughs> just Heat. Like It is. You know, I was like, the, man, he, the, Dark Knight kind of sucks. No, like, yeah, it just, does. And,
1: and, hey, girl, I famously gave that a three when we watched it again. Mm-hmm. I um, I do think it sucks compared to Heat because the – The here's the difference between Heat and The Dark Knight. Similar themes, mm-hmm. right? It's about, like, the weird Like – two faces literally of vil- Like, it's like – I feel like The Dark Knight spells it out. They're like – there is a symbiotic nature between heroes and villains. <laughs> Joker, Batman, Two-Face. And then the Joker explains that to Batman in the Dark yeah. Knight. He's literally like, you need me and I need you. Like He says all these things. And the audience goes, huh, interesting, interesting. While he – they don't even have to do that, bitch. No, they show you. They just show you, bitch, through old classic character work. Mm-hmm. Classic character work.
0: The thing is – the amount of time the movie could spend by telling you the themes of the movie, it tells you, it it spends on having characters explain to use a landline instead of a cell phone.
1: I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> well,
0: every, every time someone's on a landline, or every time someone's on a phone, they're like, are you on a landline? Get on a landline right now. And it's like... Do it 30 times. I love love it.
1: I love it. I I love love Michael Mann's weird attention to detail on certain things. He's like, people really need to understand how beepers and landlines work in this movie. He's like, this is like number one most important thing. Also, the decisions that Michael Mann makes when he's writing his movies are truly like, they're like truly big brained. In, but, like, like in, like, the dumbest way possible. I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, making De Niro's love interest, this, like, graphic design, like, feminist <laughs> who listens to, like, Lisa Loeb is, like, yes. the most insane choice that I've ever seen a crime drama
0: make. And I'm obsessed with it. I love that she's, like, specifically a letterhead designer. Yeah. She just like, does That's fonts. so fucking cool. She just does fonts like, and letterheads. She's, like,
1: I just did Jules' album
0: cover. <laughs> I love it. It's major. And her name is Edie. Love a good Edie. Amazing.
1: And I also think it's really smart, too, but, again, doesn't spell it out for you, right? That Al Pacino's character is a lot more insane, a lot more chaotic, a lot more all over the place, a lot more violent than anything that, like, De Niro does up until, like, maybe, like, the end of the movie. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like De Niro's character is so much more cool, calm, collected, together. Like, when he gets mad, it's all very, like— contained and it's all very like for a purpose. It's like when he attacks mm-hmm. like Wayne Grow in the beginning at like the diner, it feels so like controlled. Yeah. And I love it. But Pacino's like over here like, BAP <laughs> Great
0: ass! Get a great ass! <laughs> oh
1: man, what a piece of shit, what an asshole, sit down! Like it's just like the <laughs> whole movie, he's like fully in full Pacino mode. Maybe not Scarface level, but like it's inching up there.
0: Oh, yeah, this is – he's so just – whenever he's on in this movie, baby, he is on. I love it. I love it's it. incredible. I,
1: I, I think it's just so smart. But what what the Dark Knight would have done is, like, isn't it interesting how Batman's like this, but the Joker's like <laughs> this, but Batman's the hero and Joker's the villain?
0: Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal would have had a martini sitting on a balcony and was, like, <laughs> pondered about the, you know, the ethical quandaries between Batman and Joker. Yeah,
1: totally. Like, that's the Dark Night while heat like does and, and and again a normal per like a a normal person I a dumb person a dumb person like let's just say what it is yeah like I'm tired of using these like other words a dumb person could watch Heat and get what the movie's trying to do literally just from the storytelling and the acting.
0: Mm-hmm. Bring cinema well, like, back again, baby. Yes. Yeah. Well, like this is a movie that like once I think I brought up recently that it was like my people in the '90s and shit like watched more intelligent. Shit. This is this is a. A DVD classic in the Garcia family. Oh yeah, like I, this, this and like Ronan were like two classic films that like my grand. That was like my grandpa's. Like he gets to watch the DVD player now. He's gonna put on heat. He's gonna put on fucking heat. He's gonna put on fucking heat.
1: And he's gonna be like, I'm just like Val Kilmer. I would have gone back for my wife. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he puts on his Val Kilmer wig and it's like let's let's watch Heat, baby. You know what I will say? One of the more
1: disappointing things about Heat is I wish that Val Kilmer's character like chewed it up a little bit more.
0: I know he does. He even like speak. <laughs> he he like has
1: his like little freak out at Ashley Judd while the baby is crying. A classic nineties yeah. trope.
0: That's about it. Though. Yeah, and they wonder why 19th. millennials
1: are all fucked up. That's because that's what was going on in the background in our homes in
0: the nineties. Mm. A lot of that. I. Never mind. Don't want to. I don't want to say anything bad about my upbringing. It was all great.
1: <laughs> You're like it was so good. <laughs> uh,
0: um, heat. Yeah, so good. So good. It's yeah, so good. I was. I was like. I was worried I wasn't gonna get it because I famously don't understand how crime works. I don't want to understand what money does. And like the police, when police get involved, like I don't jurisdictions. I don't know what the jurisdiction is. You're like,
1: where's Arizona? I don't know. Where's Arizona?
0: You're in Las Vegas now. Why is it, Why is Hank's area there? <laughs> but the more I just kind of let go, yes, and let it in, yes,
1: it made sense. That's why I love Michael. This is why yeah. I. This is exactly why I love Michael Mann because I feel like it is the ultimate big brained popcorn
0: movie. Mm-hmm. All of his movies. I mean, other than the bad ones, Public Enemies. But yeah, I've never. Uh, so Public Enemies and Collateral, the only two I've ever seen. Collateral. I'm kind of like bad. Collateral's so fucking good. Uh, Public Enemies whips ass. right whips ass. Why did I say whip ass? Public Enemies sucks ass. It sucks unfortunately. ass. Unfortunately, it sucks ass. But like, what is his? through line what's michael mann's thing
1: i feel like the answer to this question is you have to watch his psychotic miami vice movie with colin farrell and jamie Foxx. okay that Uh. movie is literally take all the vibey aspects of heat dial it up by like 11 take away the plot add more sex (sighs) scenes And that's Miami Vice. Okay. It literally, like, I could not tell you one thing about the plot of that movie.
0: (laughs) They're in Miami. They're in Miami, but it's like the crazy part
1: is that most of the movie is in Cuba. (laughs) Okay. Like, if I remember one detail, I was just like, man, they're really not in Miami a lot in this movie. They're like in Cuba. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But yeah, it's just like, I feel like Michael Mann's one of those directors where I feel like over time, he's like been overtaken more and more by his like weird artsy impulses so that's Mm. how you get your like public enemies which wasn't good but it's like i mean it's like a pretty astounding movie like in the sense of like what the fuck am i watching (laughs) like uh a handheld dvr camera version of 1920s crime like who thought this was a good idea michael (laughs)
0: That's who well, I know those <clears throat> people that ride hard for Black Hat, like, yes, the I've heard verse. that, like,
1: for real Michael Mann heads, like, Black Hat is like the one. I haven't seen yeah. it,
0: <clears throat> me neither. I didn't really see The Last of the Mohicans, like, that seems so of so what I that know movie about fucking rules. Okay, noted. <laughs>
1: Last of the, Mo- the thing about Michael Mann is, like, you got to commit, which I think is kind of annoying. It's like, okay, like, all of his movies are like average two hours and 25 minutes, uh, yeah, Last of the Mohicans. It's just those same things. I don't know how he does it. It's like the whole movie will be like a blur to me, but there'll be like one scene that really sticks out that I think is like literally like the greatest thing I've ever seen on celluloid, and I'm like, this movie's (laughs) a five. Like, because of one scene alone. Because The Last Mohicans has a scene like that. I could not tell you anything about that movie other than it's about like, I think it's set in the 1800s, obviously has something to do with Native Americans.
0: Daniel Day-Lewis is is there there with
1: long hair. Mm -hmm. But there's this part where this like woman... Like, commit suicide? He's like obsessed with suicide. I and mean, we'll get into that in a little bit. But like, there's a part where like a woman like throws herself off of a cliff. But the way the scene is like done, and she's like barely in the movie. I think she's like two lines. Like it's like I don't even know who this bitch is. Like I don't like she's like somebody's sister. I don't know. But she like kills herself because I think she's like in love with a Native American and he like dies or whatever. So it's like very like star-crossed lovers, you know? And she throws herself off a cliff and it's like so powerful. And I remember, like, seeing the scene. I watched it in history class in college. (laughs) That's how I watched this movie. Like, literal, like, sub-day type shit. And, (laughs) like, I literally, like, that scene, it's been, like, 13 years. And it's still scarred in my head. I'm like, that scene was so beautiful. And I found out years later it was directed by Michael Mann. And I was like, that was a Michael Mann movie? I was like, of course it was. Because for some reason, this man will just direct things That I'll just like, it just washes over me. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm, I'm just watching Al Pacino yell, you know, like I don't even know what's going on at this point. (laughs) And then like something happens and you're like, oh my God, this is like literally what cinema is about.
0: This is profound. This is profundity.
1: I don't know how he does it. It's so weird. And I think that's why I like him. It's like with Tony Scott and like other like art bro directors, like I love Tony. I'm not shitting on Tony. Like Man on Fire is a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the style is very obvious with Tony Scott. While with Michael Mann, it's like, what is the style?
0: It's weird, because it's like, yeah, he's so, like, he's, like, industrial. Yeah. He's, like, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. He's, like, he, of, like, everything feels real grimy and, like, lived in. That's what I kind of really liked about Heat is that it felt so lived in. It's, like, we'll get into, I guess we can talk about it now, but, like, kind of things that, like, straight people love to point out, like, more, like, film people, but it's, like, this really feels like an L.A. movie. No. This really feels like a New York movie. It's like, no, but th- this really does feel like an L.A. movie.
1: No, I agree. I feel like uh, out of all the, like, so L.A. movies tend to be, like, noirs and crime dramas, right? Like, yeah. And I do feel like this is probably, like, if you, like, want to put it in, like, the pantheon with, like, Training Day and other, like, L.A. crime movies, like, I would mm-hmm. say the Heat is probably my favorite because it does an effective job of, like, highlighting L.A., like, it's like, you know, you're in LA, you see the palm trees, you feel the vibe. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even have to say, like you just know, but yes. it's also like the details. It's like Edie is a detail to me. It's like, that's mm-hmm. a specific kind of LA girl, you know, that lives in a very, like a specific kind of place in LA in a specific kind of like house. And the way it's decorated was so thought out, I thought. Mm-hmm. the way Robert De Niro's apartment looks and how bare and minimalist it is. And it's like right there on the ocean. And and then you've got um, the Al Pacino's house with that woman, very modernist, very like yeah. artistic, uh. you know? And I think for me, Michael Mann has a really good grasp on people that are out, like, it's like when you watch a Scorsese, sorry to shit on Scorsese, I love him, but... I feel like Scorsese, it's all, like, the same shit to me. It's like, oh, it's New York. It's, New, it's Brooklyn. <laughs> it's the Bronx, you know? And <clears throat> yeah. it's all very, like, people that are, like, it's all the sim- a similar type of person and a similar type mm. of aesthetic and a similar type of woman and a similar type of man. Well, I feel like Michael Mann has a little bit more of, like, a breadth of, like, understanding different kinds of people. And he peppers them in to his movies. And they feel very, like... Like like you're watching like the rehearsal with Nathan Fielder or something. I don't yeah. know. Like, it is <laughs> well. It's
0: like yeah. It's like we were saying earlier. It's like he does a lot of showing and not telling. And it's like this movie. Yeah, it just shows you that it's in L. A. And it feels so lived in because of that. Like if if a worse movie would be have somebody once again drinking a martini, looking over the the cityscape, and being like, I don't know why they call it the city of angels. All I see are devils or something like that. Like something like so like corny about L. A. But he just shows you the city, and by showing it to you in an honest light, you get so much more than Totally. So you
1: get the, like, Hollywood vibe. You get, like, the fact that it's, like, a very crime-ridden city. You get that there's, like, an artistic faction to the city. Like, you get all of that, but it's all background Mm -hmm. dressing. And there is, like, a corny scene about L.A. in the movie, but it works. It's De Niro and Edie Like, he's like, they call it the city of lights, you know? But it's like, it looks just like this in the ocean in Fiji, which I thought was just so brilliant. Yeah. To like juxtapose the, like, he's such a good writer. The bioluminescent
0: algae is so good. Such a good writer.
1: It's like, oh, you get this sense. They don't, it's not like they're not spelling it out for you. They are, but it's really cool that De Niro wants to go to like the complete opposite of LA. Yet there's a weird duality to like Mm -hmm. the place he wants to go is LA except it's natural and it's organic and it's biological and it's not just like lights. And I think that's cool. It's those little things that he does. And I'm like,
0: God, Michael, like big brain, bro. Your brain's so big. Speaking of brains, there's two of them. Yes, I don't know what the thing, but God, I'm really
1: excited to talk about these two actors,
0: Deniro and Pacino. We've never I mean, talked about them before. I mean, for Joker.
1: I feel like, so you know how like it's like there's certain directors that people just don't touch. Well, actually, that's mm-hmm. not true. I feel like no directors are like exempt from criticism on Twitter. Yeah, but you know what? Two actors are exempt from criticism on Twitter. That's De Niro, De Niro and Pacino. Pacino. I feel yeah. like everyone agrees that they're like the greats of art, yeah, like of that rule. generation. Like They fucking rule. No one's arguing against that. And I think it also helps too that they seem like cool people with like mm-hmm. cool politics. And like they seem really like with it. They're always like working with young actors and like singing their praises. And they just mm-hmm. seem like really like gracious, humble, cool people.
0: Yeah, and they they make interesting choices, and they're still making interesting choices. Like, I I do think it's cool that De Niro was in Joker. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think
1: it's cool that he was in Meet the Parents. I think that like I don't think we understood as children how wild it was that Robert De Niro was in some (laughs) like mid-budget comedy. Two of them,
0: and like Pacino being in like. He's doing a lot of, like, HBO stuff. He works out with, like, Jay Roach and stuff. Is that who it is? And then he did, you know, Angels in America, which I fucking adore.
1: I love that he did Angels. What I love about Pacino always, and I don't feel like it gets talked about enough, because I feel like straight people just want to ignore it, and gay people, like, just don't embrace him the way I think we should. But, like, Pacino as a straight man has really gone out of his way to do, like, LGBT content and roles. I know that Cruising has, like, a controversial... Yeah. It's a controversial film, but like I watched it like in the past year and I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun.
0: It's cool. I've never seen it, but even that he did that movie at that time It's cool as like, hell.
1: Yeah, it's like I think because of like, you know, AIDS was just starting to happen and like there's a lot of like things going on in the community at the time. I think that like the timing of cruising coming out didn't sit mm-hmm. well with people. And there are uncomfortable things that are in the movie but at the end of the day like i just see cruising as a like product of the thinking of the time not just from straight people but also gay people like like i feel like it exposes a lot of that like self-loathing and things like that that like is a part of the gay male like story and um and it's like pacino like did that like he like literally went to real bdsm and bear clubs to fill yeah with real bears and bdsm people and like saw shit And I did this movie, and I think that's fucking cool. And also, he was in Dog Day Afternoon, where he plays, Mm. like... He has, like, a trans lover, and he's, like, literally robbing this bank so that he could, like, pay for his trans lover's, like, reassignment surgery. Like, in 1975, like, I can't think of movies that are coming out now that are, like, telling those kinds of stories.
0: It would be so annoying. Whatever the 2020 version of Dog Day Afternoon would be so annoying. Oh, it would be so annoying. It would be bodies, bodies, bodies. (laughs) But,
1: like... (laughs) And then of course, Angels in America, you know, like the greatest yeah. gay, I think in my opinion, the greatest mm-hmm. piece of like out gay media ever in the entire 100%. world. 100%. It is. Of all forms. Yes. Like, I don't care what kind of, like, it's the best piece of gay media ever. I love it. It's amazing. You're like,
0: put your back into it by Perfume Genius. Yeah. Put your Second back into place. it. <laughs> Angels in America. Um, I, and uh, and T.S. Madison saying Puerto Rican. <laughs>
1: And Tiffany Pollard as a human being.
0: (laughs) Those shoes are very matronly. They may not be uh, something that a beautiful woman would wear. Tiffany Pollard saying that. Yeah.
1: My new favorite one was, um, I was, uh, so, you know, Bjork's album got announced. And I saw this tweet where someone wrote, it says, Bjork will release an album of jabber beats, bass clarinets, and biological techno in the fall. And it's this meme of New York going... (laughs) Just you're going I'm nodding like I understand But I'm not so sure I do I literally was like See another thing That's come out of her mouth That is literally Like the most brilliant thing I've ever heard in my life
0: I love her I love Tiffany Pollard I've always loved her She's just She's given us so much She has given us Like more than we deserve I know And I just hope
1: she's happy She deserves it I hope she's happy I hope
0: she's successful I hope she has money Uh, And i was doing okay
1: Yeah, but anyway, back to Pacino Pacino um, And also like Maybe our hammiest actor Yes A
0: a, a straight male actor we we have, ever He just does crazy He just goes for it I love it Like, and it's like (sighs) never like It doesn't feel like Jim Carrey No You know what I mean? No, it feels real It feels real He's definitely like a, a crazy person And that's why we love him
1: I love it. Yeah, where Pacino is like our our ham and our Camp Queen kind of in a way. De Niro <laughs> on the other end of the coin, I feel like is always giving like controlled, brooding. Even when he plays someone crazy, like say his character in Cape Fear is a good example. Mm-hmm. It still feels very real to me. I mean, he really is like our Brando. Like it's just like it's like he can give like a dramatic, a dramatic with a capital D performance, but it feels real. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a performance <laughs> You know And It's I love so that.
0: weird It's so crazy that De Niro has a, a real Oscar But Pacino's is for Scent of a Woman
1: well, De Niro has two real Oscars. He's got an Oscar oh, yeah. for Godfather Part Two and one for mm-hmm. Raging Bull. Two very yeah. – re- I agree. Two real Oscars <laughs> while Pacino has one for – Like, you you know that that was a sympathy Oscar. Like, I oh, I, yeah. I wasn't there in 1994 or whatever year that was. But it feels when I look up that movie and I see the title of it, I just go, this is like a – he needed to get an Oscar.
0: This is his uh, his Still Alice for Julianne it Moore. It really was
1: his Still Alice. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, no one, like, I feel like it's like people probably thought he won for like the Godfather and he did it.
0: No. Scent of a woman. That's crazy. You
1: know, what's (laughs) really crazy to me? I feel like Pacino and De Niro were both so hot when they were young. Like when I watch like Taxi Driver, I'm literally like, put that like terrorist dick in me. Like
0: (laughs) he's so fine. Isn't I that, think De Niro still, like, he, he can kind of get it. He aged
1: maybe. better than Pacino, but I think Yes, Pacino, Pacino
0: looks like an old lesbian now. Pacino,
1: like, was hot, I thought, like, mm-hmm. in, like, Dog Day and, like, The Godfather.
0: Oh, yeah, but De Niro still can get it. Yeah, De Niro can still kind of get it.
1: I mean, like, even in Meet the Parents era, De Niro is, mm-hmm. like, hot daddy.
0: Yeah, he, he's a little too grandpa now.
1: I mean, he's, like, literally aged
0: He's, like, literally Grandpa now. <laughs> I mean, even in the Heat, he's, like, could be young Grandpa.
1: I do think he's kind of hot in uh, Jackie Brown. And that was, like, the oh, same era as
0: Heat. yeah, did. he is hot in Jackie Because he Brown. plays,
1: like, a total, like, dweeb idiot. Yeah. And I love it. I feel like I like it when De Niro does play not someone, like, smart and capable. Because he's, like, it's like, we know you're smart and capable, De Niro. So it's, like, it's kind of fun when he does, like, a comedic... Role. I think that's why everyone loves him and meet the parents because it's like he ate mm-hmm. that, like he ate it. He ate that like trope of like protective crazy father, like, and sold the comedy of that.
0: He's brilliant. <gasps> he's brilliant. Even in the Irishman, he's good. He's great in the Irishman, the movie that's boring.
1: Yeah, I mean, I liked the Irishman, <laughs> but like, I would never <laughs> ever watch that movie again.
0: Yeah, no. Now the one time I saw it, I'm. I mean, I watched it over the course
1: of three days. I'm not going to lie. Like, everyone's like my <laughs> wrist now. I know. But I don't have the time to sit and watch four
0: hours. Yeah. I will watch Yee, Yee, but I'm not going to watch The Irishman. Every time I'm like, I have a day off, and I'm like, I'm going to watch one of my Criterions I haven't seen. And I get to Yee, and I'm like... I'm going to watch a different Criterion I haven't I seen. I feel like
1: Yee is going to be that movie that where I watch it and it's going to become like the new Magnolia for me. Because I I know it, it's like a four-hour long family drama. I'm like, that is like Kirk spelled out. Mm-hmm. Like K-I-R-K, like four-hour long family drama. Like, like that's all I yeah, want. The K,
0: the K stands for four. Yeah, literal. <laughs> the I, hour long.
1: And then R-K is family drama. Um, yeah. No, I love it. But I feel like I'm almost like afraid to watch. It's one of those movies I'm afraid to watch because I know I'm probably gonna really love it, and it's like gonna yeah. like have an effect on me that's gonna stay with me for days, just yeah, based I'm on gonna... what I've heard about it and people's reactions to it.
0: I Alex is gonna be going out of town soon uh, for a work thing. I might watch Yi. Yee Yee. Yeah, maybe we could both watch Yee, Yee concurrently. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll be. Like, I'll I'll get you on Facetime. And be like, all right, I'm gonna go in three, two, one, play.
1: Okay, bye. See you after
0: bye. four hours of Yi. See you Yii. four hours. <laughs> bye, love you. Bye. You know,
1: <laughs> I speaking of like Chinese art films. Um, well, I guess technically used Taiwanese, um, mm-hmm. but you know it's in the same continent. Um, mm. I watched a, a Wang Kar wai movie recently called Days of Being Wild. Have you okay. heard of this movie? I haven't. I felt so bad for liking it, Dylan, because the whole movie is literally about a guy who's just, like, really cruel and mean to women. Oh, no. Isn't it so awkward when you watch, like, an old school art film that everyone really loves and you watch it and you're like, oh, it's one of these kinds of (laughs) art films. Where it's, like, just a dude treating women really poorly. But the movie gets props because it's like, wow, the women, like, have lines and stuff. And they, like, (laughs) have feelings about being treated poorly that are, like, negative. When did
0: this come out? 1990. Oh, there we go. Look. Look. Juan Carlos, was in a he was in a different part of his life at that point. Not yeah. Different.
1: I mean, he did make a gay... It's funny, you know, did you know, have you seen Happy Together, his gay movie?
0: I, I've only seen In the Mood for Love. You know what? You know what my craziest hot
1: take is of like... Is that? My <laughs> craziest hot take, I think, of all time. Worse than I think saying I don't like Seven is that <laughs> I think In the Mood for Love is okay. And I don't get why everyone loves it so much. Because it's
0: an hour and a half long. Oh one. my God. Well, actually most of his movies are pretty short, which is really even nice. ugh, Okay. He's my favorite director already. <laughs> I just like the I love the aesthetics of it. No, the aesthetics it, are
1: great. I just feel like, I
0: think it was one of the things where it's like, it's like Mad Men. Like it came out around the same time as Mad Men. Everyone was like, Ooh, the fifties are actually cool.
1: Yeah. I think that why in the mood for love throws me off is that it's version of like longing and like desire just doesn't resonate with me. Like okay. the So the plot of the movie, right, is it's about two people being cheated on and they decide – and they're cheating on each other with each other. Like they're – his wife is cheating on him with Maggie Chung's husband. Correct. Right. Okay. So I remember that correctly. And they kind of want to sleep with each other, but they're afraid that they only want to sleep with each other because their partners are sleeping with each other. So they don't because they want to be like above <laughs> that, Right. So you just like yeah. long for each other. I don't get that shit. Maybe it's because I'm chaotic, but I'd be like, fuck that shit. We fucking, and it's going to be even hotter and better than their sex. And they're going to be so mad.
0: Stop whispering to that damn tree and get over here and suck my dick. That's what you are at the end. I of... just think
1: straight people longing for each other like throws me off. I'm like, what? what is there to, but maybe the thing I'm not understanding is it's like, it's, <laughs> it's the 60s and, and it's China. So like, you know, there might be another like layer of things going yeah. on with that, that like I, I'm not like it's not registering with me. But I guess even in America, like cheating in the '60s was like a pretty like insane thing to do. But it happened. Mm-hmm. But it was like very secretive. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I just didn't get it. I was like, just fuck. Like I don't get it. <laughs> like they'd be like in an alley, being like, no, no, <sighs> and then that music plays, and they're like, Ugh. <sighs> and but it's like, but it's not even that dramatic. Like I think if it was more dramatic, I'd have liked it better. But instead, it's it's more like.
0: It's Restraint. It's Drawing Restraint 9, months. It is. It's It's Restraint.
1: And I don't do well with Restraint. I just don't. My favorite movies are Magnolia and Donnie (laughs) Darko. Movies where characters literally go, Fuck! (laughs) I need yelling. And that's why I like Happy Together. Going back to the original thing. His gay movie... Because the whole movie is about, like, two gay men that are, like, so toxic for each other. And they, like, fight constantly. And people, like, think it's, like, like the new discourse is that it's, like, not a great gay movie. Because he's not gay. And the actors... Well, Leslie Chung was, like, maybe bisexual. But that's, like... Mm. But, um, but, like, the characters are, like, they have a really toxic relationship. And people are, like, this isn't a realistic portrayal of gay people. And I was, like, it is to me. I don't know what kind of relationships <laughs> y'all were in in your early to mid-20s. But mine were pretty mm. fucking psychotic. And I feel like Happy Together does a really excellent job of showing that, and I love that fucking movie. And it
0: rules. Really? I'll watch it. I'll get the box set and I'll watch it. The box set where he
1: changed and edited all the movies differently, and everyone was
0: mad. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Know. Apparently,
1: like he like redoes like some of the movies, like the shots, and like it's like edited differently, and people were like fucking pissed because there's no HD 4K versions of the original cuts of the movies, and he chose to change them for the box set for Criterion, like Wong Kar did. Insanity. But it's also lunacy. like his movies are all impromptu anyway over like a year of footage and he like makes the movie in the editing room like very a la Malik. So I'm
0: kinda like, I mean, let Long Carway kar- kar- do whatever the yeah, fuck he fine. wants. Like yeah, whatever. who cares? Look, if you, if Kanye can do it for Life of Pablo, then Juan kar Carway can do it. Mm-hmm. Why do straight people love this movie? Um crime. Straight people love crime. And
1: you know what else they love? They love movies that are so good at showing crime that it actually influences real crime. Did you know that about <laughs> you?
0: No. Apparently,
1: Heat is considered one of the most influential movies for actual bank robbers and criminals than, like, like any other movie. Interesting. Like, apparently, after Heat came out, people copied how they robbed the bank, like, oh. and it, like, worked.
0: <laughs> Hell In, like, yeah. real life.
1: Yeah. And people, like, consider Heat to be, like, like, it's, like, a criminal fave.
0: Okay, I love that. Isn't that wild? That's so wild. I, you know, I... I've never seen a movie and been like, I want to commit the crime that's in that movie. Me
1: neither. That is a straight person thing. I don't thing. get it. That's a straight, it. That thing. Is a straight man thing. I don't get it. I've never seen a crime be committed and go, I want to commit that crime. No. Except for a crime of passion.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. If I had to like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe like stabbing a jilted lover or something.
1: Totally. I mean, like, let's think for a second. What scenarios in a movie... Do you ever see and go, I want that? Because I don't think I often do for anything. Wealth. (laughs) Yes. Being, like, rich and bored is, like, one of my fantasies.
0: If I could be in a Whit Stillman movie. Yes. (laughs) I feel like. It's over. So, for me,
1: because I'm psychotic, when I was younger, the movies that I, like, Wanted to live in were like kids, which is like really <laughs> fucked up. But like when I was 16 and I saw that movie, I literally was like, Wow. Other than the part where they're all getting HIV, like this movie rules and I want to live their <laughs> lifestyle. Like it looks really cool and fun. Yeah. Um, and like you know, like the bling ring and like spring breakers and things like that when I was younger were definitely like a like, I wanna be like that. That looks fun. Yeah. As an adult,
0: I don't really Seems think, exhausting. You
1: know what? Have you seen Picnic at Hanging Rock?
0: No, I haven't. I
1: feel like I want to be a girl in a a turn-of-the-century white dress, laying on a rock in Australia, and then I go on a walk with a couple of my girlfriends, and we get lost and never found again. Now that is what I want to do. That vibey as fuck.
0: I never want to be the perpetrator of the crime. I'd love to be the victim. It is,
1: and I think that that's so true. I feel like most gay men are, like, we're almost, like, jealous of, like, Women that are, like, targeted in, like, crime dramas. I'm like, what about oh my me, God. though?
0: I know. Yeah, why am I not at the bottom of the well?
1: <laughs> oh, we need to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why am I not a murder victim? <laughs> why does my murder have to be a hate crime and not a crime of passion? <laughs> yeah. Why are you killing me and calling me a faggot and shoving, like, shit down my throat when, in actuality, I want you to kill me and then kiss me as I'm, like, losing my last breath?
0: Oh, my. What I want. I want you to have drained all of my blood from me and then I'm laying down on the bench and then you're Vincent D'Onofrio in the cell. Oh
1: my God. Literal.
0: Oh, yes. the cell.
1: The cell. I want to be in the cell. <laughs> yeah, I want to be... How do I be the cell? I want to be in the cell. I wonder, you know, like... I want to be the you horse. You know how his mind is like a bunch of like art pieces and like dead bodies and shit? What do yes. you think your like cell is?
0: <laughs> oh God. Um. I mean, it's probably just like wikipedia articles of oscar trivia
1: you know like how in fahrenheit 451 like the book it's like like tv screens are their walls Mm -hmm. i feel like my cell is just like a room where like the ceiling the floor and everything is just like different pieces of media that i like playing and i'm like on a couch just like sitting there saying nothing
0: it's all of your uh letterbox watch list yeah like thousand movies it's me watching watching 10 movies at
1: once (laughs) and being like yay like i'm finally getting through Satatango.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I so whenever I worked at Facebook, uh, they used to let us uh, rent out uh, the oculus to test out to like just because it was like just coming out and they wanted to make sure that you know like internally like it worked and stuff like that. So we got to bring them home and play with them for like you know five days. And they had this one thing in the VR headset that was like a room that was just infinite cubes. And all it was was just like an over it was like a, the black infinity and then like green cubes. Every which way you could go, and you just sat on one, and every direction you looked at was just cubes to the infinity. And I just used to sit in there, and it was so nice. You literally sit just...
1: there like New York on the bed, just like
0: yeah, with my headset on, and I'm just in the cubes. Amazing. It was incredible. yeah. I that feel was... like,
1: you know what it is. I feel like a, a gay man with a, like a tortured brain, like like we have. um, I feel like our fantasy is just like being like in a room full of cubes and sitting. Yeah. <laughs> like, head, no empty, like, or was it head empty? Head empty, no, head empty th- no thoughts. No thoughts, head empty. No th- Our dream is no thoughts, head empty.
0: Yes. Just, I, I don't want, I don't want you to, like, go into my mind and see past traumas repeating themselves and cause me to act this way. No, you're going in, you see the cube infinity. Yeah. That's all It's in there. And then just, yeah, Julia Holter is playing quietly in the background.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I think my head would just be, like, a lot of, like, sex scenarios. <laughs> with
0: it, it would be the the whatever hell was in Event Horizon.
1: Yes, yes, the, the blood orgy.
0: Yeah, yeah that would be it. Yeah,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> yes different parts yes. of Jake Hall's career. So just, like, Darko, Jake Hall, and, like, Burback Mountain, Jake Hall and Nightcrawler, yeah. Jake Hall And, like, it's, like, all the Jake Halls all having a blood orgy with me.
0: Hot. Yes. Love it. <laughs> well speaking of blood orgies with Jake Haw. is there anything gay about this movie? Uh, Val Kilmer's wig. Yeah, it's pretty wig. bad. And it's funny like it's- how he
1: gets his <laughs> haircut even though he's like dying of blood loss that was wild and then,
0: yeah he he somehow finds a way to go to supercuts and you know it's like, he yeah he had time off. to go to
1: supercuts <laughs> while like literally being as pale as a ghost from like almost <laughs> dying from a gunshot wound during a insane shootout through like a grocery store and like a public library um mm-hmm. What I loved about the details, just sorry to say this real quick, but I loved the shootout because I feel like they did a really good job of, like, having, like, really normal-looking L.A. pedestrians. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a lot of people, like, wearing, like, you know, like, baggy clothing and, like, just, like, burlap skirts. Just be like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, the natural grocer being like, oh, I like the
0: shootout.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's very L.A. I I
0: wish they could, If they did it today, it would be at Erewhon. Have have you been to Erewhon yet? The really, really expensive LA grocery store. They have, like, $30 overnight oats and shit. Oh, my God,
1: no. Yeah, it's,
0: like, in in Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: that's really far.
0: It's called Erewhon.
1: We're nowhere near Beverly Hills.
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) I have no idea. It's, like, I have a friend who... uh, it's Kyle Amato, and I'll always ask him about I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, how far is Maine from Boston? He's like, it's still, like, four hours, Dylan. Like, it's not that close. Like- yeah, the
1: funniest thing about living in a big city is that when people come visit you, they're like, okay, cool. So, like, let's go to the beach. Let's go to, like, Beverly Hills. <laughs> let's go to, like, West Hollywood. And I'm like, you realize that all those things are, like, an hour, hour and a half away, right? Yeah. Like, we don't go that- do those things.
0: Well, we're so, like, Texas poisoned where it's, like, everything is like, oh, we can just go to Dallas for the weekend. It's only three hours away. Right. Yeah, and so we have no conception of how time is. Yeah, like, it's just, like, yeah, it's such a huge city. um, And, yeah, we're on,
1: like, the very, very, very east side. Like, literally, Pasadena is, like, across the highway from me. And <laughs> so it's, like, we, if we're going to go do something, we're, like, oh, wow, we're going to adventure over to, like, Silver Lake. <laughs> Literal.
0: Yeah, no, not in Austin, baby. Going to, like,
1: Hollywood is, like, like the furthest, like, west I will go casually. No. And I know you have no concept of what that means to you, nope. but
0: let's just I say Hollywood is,
1: like, not, like, that far away from us, but to me, it's, like, it is.
0: <laughs> it's, like, every time I go, like, when I play Magic the Gathering, I play in North Austin, and it's, like, uh, this is a 20-minute scooter drive from my apartment.
1: Ugh. And to quote Clueless, the father uh, says to Cher, uh, everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes, um, <laughs> which is not true, but it's like kind. it's, like, if you want to go somewhere in L.A., it's going to take at
0: least 20 minutes to get there. Damn. Well speaking of LA, heat, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there's and a then, joke in I mean, there somewhere. There's a joke somewhere in there. Look, I'm sick. Uh, Gay. Natalie Portman. Oh.
1: I had completely forgotten that one she is in this movie. Two, <laughs> that her only like three scenes are her having meltdowns over like the weirdest things. I love it. Like, And then she tries to kill herself. Yeah, at her stepdad's hotel room that he's only Ugh. been in for like, I, I, you could tell that this movie was like six hours long and he cut it down. Because there's like, he like, they have like the fight and he like leaves the house. And then the next scene with him in it is that Natalie Portman's killing herself in his hotel room. And oh, I'm yeah. like, wait, so how long has he been in this hotel room for? Because she's gonna like know where it is. Like he's had to have been there for a couple of days because the way they're talking at the hospital is that he's been gone for a while, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, but the way the movie's paced is like, oh no, that literally just happened like today. Yeah. So I love that detail. I love
0: it, Natalie. Keep going.
1: Yeah, she like literally kills herself because like her dad doesn't love her and Al Pacino left her. Like, I can't name anything more gay than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, whenever we were watching it, uh, me and Alex gasped twice in the credits. One seeing Amy Brenneman's name because she's iconic, and then seeing Natalie Portman's name. <laughs> it's like, damn.
1: Yeah, I don't really. know She must know. have been like fifteen in this. Yeah, she was really young, and I just like I just love her character. It's just like. She's, like, mad about, like, her, like, barrettes?
0: Mm-hmm. She doesn't want the blue ones.
1: It needs to match.
0: It needs to match. Because Dad's already late and he's not going to like it.
1: What is the movie trying to suggest, though, with her character? That was one thing I couldn't figure out. It's, like, Al Pacino's character is such a piece of shit. Like, the policeman is so much worse than the criminal that, like, look what, like, well, look what the damage he's inflicting on everyone around him. With his <laughs> I guess. I guess. Or that just girls. I thought he are was pretty emotional. cool about his wife cheating on him. I was like, Yes! Being, I was like, I think he's being pretty cool about the whole thing.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: he just took his TV and that was it.
0: That's it. And you then know? he pushed out the window in front of the bus stop. All right. We just watched a movie called Heat, and we're going to recommend something a little gayer than what we just watched in our little gay recommendation corner. I mean, every time we do a crime movie, I just recommend these same two movies because there aren't any other gay crime movies. It's widows who set it off.
1: What's a gay movie that's like kind of like a cat and mouse?
0: Like, well, all I can think of is like Out of Sight, but that's just a movie that I like. It's not, yeah, gay. it's not
1: gay. It's not gay.
0: Well, maybe or well, like Killing Eve is a TV show. Yeah,
1: Killing Eve. Yeah,
0: there you go. Let's say Killing Eve is that like, a, yeah, uh, it's more. Is it the, you the, know, the it's,
1: sexuality's more overt? But yeah, it's the same. Yeah, kind of they're vibe. they're horny
0: for each other in they're Killing very Eve.
1: Horny. Like, that coffee shop scene, you know... Oh, Yeah, I know, like, we're not the first people to say this, but...
0: Oh, no, it's textual. Yeah, yeah. watch Killing Eve. First season of Killing Eve, great. You can stop watching after that.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it gets so bad after the first season. It's
0: really... And just say, yeah, it's like how whenever the sight and sound poll came out, everyone put Twin Peaks of Return as number one. Yeah. Just pretend that season one of Killing Eve's a movie.
1: This is why all TV shows should just be a season. I know that might be a hot take,
0: but... They should be. Really. I, like, I mean, The Leftovers was three seasons, but they are really short seasons.
1: I feel like the best TV shows, for me, it's like only the first two seasons are actually that good. Like when you think about mm. like Six Feet Under, for example, it's really like the first two seasons are amazing. And then it's like pretty bad for a while. And then the ending, like the actual just ending it, of yeah. the show is great.
0: The last five minutes of the movie. <laughs> or the show. Yeah. How are they going to do season two of the rehearsal?
1: I don't know. It looks like it costs a bajillion dollars to make I
0: know. I don't get it. I don't know how HBO has any money left.
1: I um have not seen the final episode yet, but I heard that it really pushes the envelope in terms of like, is he exploitative?
0: Great, hell yeah!
1: So I'm excited to <laughs> watch it.
0: Good, yeah, we're watching it tonight. Uh, the rehearsal is the greatest TV show of all time. Oh, it's amazing. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> it's.
1: My I truly think that the campiest thing that I've seen all year is the that Angela girl like cutting noodles to see if they're boiled. <laughs> I like literally like thought that was like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> Angela rules. Angela rules. She awesome. does. And here's the thing, <laughs> is
1: like she sucks and she's like an anti-Semite and stuff, but like when she gets into that argument with that Jewish teacher, I love that she like the Jewish teacher just like blows up at her and she's just so calm. Yes. She's like, yeah, I just think that Jesus is the answer. And she's like screaming at her and she's like, okay, like.
0: Yeah. And like her reasoning for leaving the show is like so.
1: It was so sound.
0: Yeah. She was she like, was it's like about you now. And she's
1: like, you're kind of making it about you. So I kind of stopped taking it seriously. Yeah. I was like, honestly, yeah, you're right. And she's just like, I'm going to go. Like she's <laughs> honestly like his foil.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's she's just as uh, like dead robotic, and, like, throat, and de- like, de- yeah.
1: In the, the opposite way, I'm obsessed with her. I think she's a camp queen.
0: Yeah, Angela rules. If she, I don't know if it counts as like a. This isn't gonna be. What is it gonna be eligible for the Emmys? Like I
1: me and my me and his were <laughs> just talking
0: about that. We were like, is it gonna be a documentary? Is it gonna be a reality
1: show? Like, what is it?
0: <laughs> I haven't. I mean, it's the funniest. TV show I've seen. It's funny than any of the comedy. I've laughed
1: more during the rehearsal than like like anything that I've seen that's like an actual comedy. Yeah, for real. all year long. Yeah. I like think it's hilarious.
0: It's incredible. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. I am still high.
1: <laughs> it's been a solid episode.
0: It's been a solid episode. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> My name said. is Dylan. You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Garcia, on Instagram at Garcied, and Letterboxed. At Garseed. And
1: my name is Kirk Van Sickle, and you can find me on Instagram at Kirk underscore Van Sickle. And you can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at K R K V N S C K L E. You can also follow us on Straight People Movies, S T R eight PPL movies.
0: We're everywhere, baby. We're we're on we're on Truth Social, we're on Gab, we're on Parlor. Um, on and you can uh, the one the
1: B Real. We're on B Real. We're on B
0: Real. Real, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should, I was like, should I make it be real? And I was like, oh wait, no, I'm thirty.
1: Yeah, it's like, what am I doing? And it's like constantly just like you eating a snack. That's yeah, like, I that's, like, <laughs> that's, that's like what mine would be. It's just like eating chips, yeah, eating like, almonds.
0: How, how many how many string cheeses can one person yeah. eat in one day? Eating
1: sliced cheese that's not on a sandwich. Eating a cracker with sriracha on it. Um,
0: uh, me and Alex ate a whole tub of hummus last night, baby. Oh, hummus. Do so, you, you ever have grandma's hummus in Austin? Oh, I
1: love grandma's hummus.
0: Best hummus. So good. It doesn't even well, honestly especially... taste like hummus. It tastes like... No, it doesn't.
1: It's just like oil. It's just...
0: Yeah, like... <laughs> it tastes like whatever that red grease is.
1: Uh, <laughs> so good. It's so yummy. Ugh. I love yes. that shit. Yeah, no, my new favorite thing is I get a cracker and I put pimento cheese dip on it and then I put a little bit of sriracha on it. It's honestly Ooh. the greatest thing I've ever... Done.
0: Delicious.
1: Like, it's like that is what my biggest accomplishment in my life is, I think. At this
0: point. HEB pimento cheese. Oh, it's so good. Unreal. Damn, I miss make... so much. I'm so, so... If you need to ship anything, I got you. I miss HEB. It's so I sad. Know. I know we're going to have such shitty grocery stores in Chicago. I'm going to be so pissed.
1: Oh, yeah, it sucks. We literally go to different ones every time because we're just like, we don't like, like any of them.
0: Oh, no. And we
1: like Trader Joe's, but it's like, I'm tired of just, like, eating snacks. Like, it's like, they're going to actually make food.
0: (laughs) We have dumplings four nights a week, because that's all the only real food they have. And Spanakopita. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Speaking of Spanakopita, let's get out of here. Yeah. Spanakopita. Bye. 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 And now, came talk. 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 (laughs)